Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast, episode 384 for January 29th, 2023. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. Um, I'm the one. The you're one. The, you're the one, and there's a there's a kitty purring. No, that's a Roa. Oh, that's a Roa. Yeah, he's that's very just happy. How I breathe. Oh, okay. No, he's happy to be here. Yeah, and well, of course we're joined by uh, Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Bash. Hey, it's me. I'm here to talk about the video game and tech news. Yeah, and of course I'm your host Nathan Reed I apologize for not having a uh, episode out last week. I was very sick. I I I woke up, and then on Saturday I woke up and I was like, man, I am tired. And so like at two I decided to take a nap, and then I woke up. A few hours later, I was like, "Man, I feel not refreshed at all." And then uh, I expelled some some fluids out of my body, and uh, it it. And then I went back to bed, and I did not feel great. So we did not have a recording last week, but we are back this week. I'm feeling much much better. Uh, so Aroa, where can we find you? You can go to aroa.website where there's a lot of links to to stuff and and things here let me let me get the mic a little closer i got i got this shitty mic stand off amazon and i regret it is it one so, of those is it one of those desk clamp ones or is it, it it is it is a desk clamp one and i was like eh, it'll be fine because i'll also get a shock mount and i did oh. and uh yeah it's just it, it you can't adjust it yes yes i know you're a cat great uh you can't really adjust it all that well and it like like the the worst part is that the very end of it doesn't rotate like yeah. the only way to rotate it is to rotate the entire stand like this and it's uh it's, it's just awful i have a i have um, a pretty cheap one of the newer stands same thing it's it's not great but i i make it work yeah, like it's it's definitely better than my old setup just because the the old mic stand it it just sat on the floor and it was a boom mic and it uh like it was fine whenever it was newer but it's just the the stuff that kept it from falling uh was wearing out so I could no longer I could no longer keep it uh extended it uh, it acquired some some erectile dysfunction. I see. I think you I might see. say. I see. Uh, we're gonna move on. We're gonna ask Connor. Where can we find you? Don't you usually ask what those video games we play too? Yeah, usually. Or whatever. Does, whatever. Well, yeah, but I ask where we can find you first, and then I ask about the games. You're you're blowing it this week. It's all different. Okay, no, yeah, I'm you not. can find me at Roa that website as well. One of those links that I want to draw your attention to. Is Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. You can find it wherever podcasts are found, and I would be delighted if you checked it out. And you can find me, Nathan Reed Spruth. I'm reading everywhere, reading on Twitter, Twitch, uh, mainly Twitch. You can find me there Monday through Friday, most weeks, uh, from 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time. This Tuesday and Wednesday, I will not be there. Uh, my, my, my office is an hour away from my house, and we have a bunch of, like, my boss's boss is going to be in town and we have a couple other IT people and they're like, so we're, we're bringing in a couple other IT people. We're getting them hotel rooms since the office is an hour away. We'll get you a, a hotel room too. 
So I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm getting a, a free hotel room for a couple of nights. And I'm nice. Gonna, yeah, so... Is it unfortunate. a love hotel? Uh, no, <laughs> it's... it's uh, it, They're actually pretty... They're like one-bedroom apartments, basically. You go Isn't in... just a hotel room? No, because those are studio apartments. Like, most uh, hotel rooms are like studios. This is like a one-bedroom apartment where it has like a decent-sized living room and a bedroom, and it's pretty nice. They're really, and it has like a a kitchen, like with a little dishwasher and everything. They're great. I actually really like them. Um, it'll be perfect for playing your Steam Deck in bed. It'll, it'll, yeah, it'll be perfect for playing my Steam Deck uh, while waiting for the night to waste away because I'm not streaming. <laughs> anyway, Aroa, what games did you play this week? See, we do the, we do the. The where oh, can we find you first, and then we do the, the game. Just blowing oh. it, man. You're blowing it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this isn't how this normally goes, but hey, who am I? Um, You're a raw. Yeah. So you know, I've been doing doing the World of Warcraft a lot. I have been playing some, not a ton, of uh, Yakuza Zero on my Steam Deck, and that's been that's been a fun time. I, didn't, didn't, did they come out with a new one recently? Uh, like like a dragon? Most, did something. they make one after like a dragon? Yeah. They announced like a dragon 2, but it is not out yet. I think that's what it is. It might have okay. been. Yeah. I, don't, well, I don't think another one's come out. We did, we did a story where they're actually not going to be doing, they're not going to be naming it Yakuza anymore. It's going to be named like a dragon. Well, that's, that's the name of the series that, now. That's what the series has been called in Japan this whole time. So, yeah, they're just they're just kind of unifying the brand, and also it just makes a distinction from the storyline in the Yakuza games versus now. Because while it is yes, technically in the Yakuza world, you're not playing as uh, was it Kazuma. Yeah. So, like it 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 just makes it easier to understand from that from that perspective as well. Well, and also, but, I, I bet the Yakuza over in Japan were like, hey, we heard this rumor that in other countries it's called Yakuza, and we don't like that. And Oh, no, they knew. And Why, why oh, would they okay. not like that? Uh, they, uh, they, they uh, had actual Yakuza as consultants from the beginning of the series. Oh, good. I thought they might not like it because it it would draw attention to them. Damn it, people hate that we're out there and doing great things for the community. Yeah, it's like, it's, uh, it's like better than the Godfather for, uh, for organized crime in New York in the... Publicity. You know, the early yeah. 1900s. I gotcha. Uh, early but, 1900s? Uh, yeah, you know. That's when the... Like that's, the 30s, 40s. <laughs> yep, that's when the, the Godfather was made... No, he's talking well, about Yakuza, I think. I think. No, no, I was talking about because by the time The Godfather was made, like that sort of organized crime didn't exist anymore. Yeah, because it was a throwback to the early 1900s in the heyday of the Italian mafia. Oh, okay, okay. I I think they, it still kind of existed, but not as as prevalent. It was not. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Anything else did you play? Um, I. I mean, if you could say playing, uh, I, I every once in a while we'll start Hatsune Miku Logic Paint S, 
What? It's just Picross. Oh. But it's but it's Miku. But, and I like it. Well, that's good. I'm happy. They I'm happy that you like it. support recently and it makes the game possible to play on PC. Oh, good. That's this is that's originally nice. a Switch exclusive. That so I I know that Connor for a while had a a Surface. Mhm. I still have one. And you said that playing games like that on your Surface were was amazing because of the touch screen. Yeah, it was really intuitive. Um Civ 5 and Civ 6 are my prime examples of like where it really worked great, but there's all sorts of games that as long as it can handle it run really great on it. So, I'm telling you a road to get a an older Surface. So Why you can would play I your, do that. So you can play your pick Picross game. So you can I just have... poke I have a Steam Deck. Oh, right. Oh, that, yes. The Surface bigger screen. Uh, it's, it was designed for controllers in the first place. Was it? Surface bigger screen. Poke screen. I don't need to. <laughs> no. We're going to move on. We're going to ask, Connor, what game did you play this week? I do have just a, a quick side note here. I think it's funny. Aroa mentioned getting a monitor stand and a shock mount. Because I, too, got a monitor stand and a shock mount this week, like one of those desk clampable ones. Except mine's great. Like, I could rotate my mic. It came with the dual pop filter thing. It's, you, it's nice. You kept saying monitor stand? You meant mic stand? I was like, Yes, not mic stand. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's my bad. And uh, it's great. I'm, I'm sorry that you're having issues with yours, Aru. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... I should have just done more research before I went, need mic stand. Yeah, so. like if if from what I've found is you get the newer stuff, which is called the that's the brand, the newer. Um and that's typically shitty. Like you're paying like yeah, you're paying under 50 bucks for a mic stand, but you're getting what you pay for. I think probably the sweet spot for a mic stand or something like that is around $100. Um uh, and I saw some that were like about 50 bucks that uh they were just the mic stand they didn't come with any accessories or anything and those seemed like they might be okay yeah i was like i, I will not lie i was trying to be cheap yeah and I, I, sh I shouldn't have i kind of wanted the elgato mic stand and then they're like no. it's like three hundred dollars yeah no i saw that and i was like no fuck it you. looks it looks amazing like it looks very well like all of elgato's products it looks really well made but anyway uh, Connor, I'm sorry I interrupted you. You got your mic stand, and you got a shotgun. And, uh, and, and then I played some video games. Some of those video games include Halo CE on Legendary with all skulls on, including the, the new ones. We did it. We finished our project. Good. And uh, boy, am I excited to not need to play Halo for a while now. Yeah. I... Uh, it's exhausting. It's exhausting playing that much Halo. I, I bet. And especially with all skulls on, that just seems like torture. It seems less like trying to grow through a, a game with finesse and grace and more like trying to force an engine to do what you want to do. Yeah. It's... Which researching like how stuff works, like learning how loading zones proc and like where you could stand to be safe. That part was fun, but the rest of it sure was a grind. I'm it... glad I did it. So it, it turns Halo from a first person shooter into like a puzzle game. Yeah. I don't know if I would like that. It... I mean, like, I 
if I was to play a first person shooter right now, it'd have to be like a Metroid Prime or something like that. It'd, it'd have to sort of be very puzzle incentive. High yeah. on Life also comes to mind, maybe. <sighs> but yeah. Uh, 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 besides Halo, I've also been high playing. On beating your wife, more like. High on felony assault charges. Hey, oh. Yeah. I've also been playing Red Dead Redemption 2, which, if you have a Steam Deck and you're looking for a Breath of the Wild game that doesn't require an emulator to run, I think this is it. I'm not doing like campaign missions. I'm not worried about progressing the story. I'm just going out and like hunting. I'm doing the challenges. I'm making a boatload of money. All my weapons are gold already. I'm like, I just barely caught tuberculosis. I don't even have symptoms yet. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Whoops. I so uh yeah. I I I mentioned it when I played through it a, a couple years back, but. You seem to be having a lot more fun with it because you do a lot more side stuff than I do. Um, I, I, I found that game to be incredibly boring. <laughs> so first boring. time I played through it, I was kind of railroading through the main campaign, and I think that was a mistake. There's a lot more to this game than I realized at first. The hunting, the the herb gathering, the crafting. It's it's a good game. I don't need to to sing its laurels any more than it's already been sung. But if you have a Steam Deck and you're looking for a good portable game. Runs pretty goddamn fantastic. Good. And uh, what about Yannies? Did you what? sing it's Yannies? What? Oh, what? because Laurel and Yanni. Yes, I. Yeah. I, I actually do that all the time, and people usually have no idea what I'm talking about. So I appreciate <laughs> you doing that. <laughs> uh, I've also been playing Starcrafts, which is to say, both the original and the new one. Uh, you could just play the original Starcraft and co-op now. Like people made all the missions two-player accessible. It's been incredibly fun, and in the same way that stress, uh, StarCraft can also be a stressful game. We have more than once ran out of minerals on the map and been like, "Okay, every unit now counts immensely." That's good. Yeah, because if you if you run out of stuff, you can't then continue to play. Construct Though, additional pylons. There Precisely. are there are some games. I think the original Dune Two. I think it's Dune Two. Um. And a lot of those those older games, I don't know how StarCraft works, but the NPCs that you're playing against actually don't collect resources. Like it, they look like they're collecting resources, but they're actually just getting a certain amount of resources every couple minutes. And so, if you run out of resources on the map, they will continue to get resources, and there's pretty much no way you can win. I'm not sure if that's how it works with StarCraft. I believe StarCraft 1 is a combination of kind of the two. They will both harvest minerals as well as just getting more minerals in the start. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they just get tossed minerals throughout. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I suspect that's how it works, though. Yeah. Anyways, those are the games that I've been playing. Uh, I got a lot of podcast editing I need to do that I just haven't been doing because I've been a cowboy. That's that's good. Uh, we're going to move on to me. I played some Overwatch this week. Uh, I'm all right at that game. I'm okay, uh, and then that's that's about it. There's nothing spectacular happened other than I just played some Overwatch and my friends don't want to play games with me. And then uh, I decided to start Persona 3 Portable because a bunch of my viewers... it came out on no, fucking it wasn't, Game Pass? I didn't want to. I, I uh, was like, I am going to... Because I played for Golden. I played... Uh, five, not the royal version, just just five, and I was like, you know what? They're long games. They're fun. I like them, 
but I don't I, I, I don't want to spend a hundred hours playing a game. And then I was playing Overwatch or something and my team or my team, my uh viewers were like, Hey, are you gonna play Persona three? And I was like, What? No. And then another person's like, Hey, are you gonna play Persona three? And I was like, Fucking what? <laughs> Why does everyone want me to play this game? So now I'm playing Persona 3 because I had like four people that told me to play Persona 3 separate from each other, not like all at the same time, just like separate, separately asking me to play that game. So it's too bad you're playing the wrong version. I know. I'd rather play the, the FES version or FES. Yeah, you should, you should play FES with the controllable party members mod and the HD textures mod. I, but I don't care that much. I, I would prefer uh, to play. It's gonna get the subpar experience. That's fine. You know I'm that okay a game is that. good when the first thing people recommend you do is mod the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I never finished it, but I played only on portable. But I was also playing on a PSP. Yeah. It and and the portable version's fine. It's what it's whatever. I'm not mad about it. You can tell though if you look at like some of those textures. Yeah. Some of, like there's a, a what I assume is bikes on the road, and I'm like, man, that is just a garbled mess. Well, that is awful. Like, like I'm assuming you, you just like you don't walk between locations, right? Because it's the portable version, so you just have like a screen that you click on where you want to go. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, in Fest. It's like you just walk around oh, like I, in a normal RPG and all that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I've okay. yeah, I, I know that. I just it's. The, they were asking me specifically to play the portable version because it came to PC, and I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, you wouldn't and, have played FES anyway. Uh, I mean, it would have been too much of a pain. You know, going, I have to emulate it. What if the emulator doesn't work? And I don't have PS2 BIOS. Yes, I do. Well, you, you would have lied. I, you, you, you know that I do. I have... <laughs> All that stuff. Come on. You, you like um, to lie to your viewers. And then uh, I've also played some Final Fantasy XI. Uh, fun thing happened last night. There was I was I was in an area and I saw a notorious monster and I was like I am too low of a level to kill this notorious monster. So I pointed it out to somebody nearby, and uh, the person was like, "Oh, okay. Hey, thanks for pointing out the the monster." And they went and they killed it. And I'm like, I'm standing there watching them fight this monster, kind of hoping that the monster will kill them, and then I can cl I can take the kill after they weakened it. But like two minutes into the fight, the monster uses self destruct and kills itself. <laughs> and I was like, what? I could have taken, <laughs> I could have totally taken that monster. Ah, uh, it was. It was bad, and they, but they didn't get the drop that they wanted, which was, was sad. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on to some news stories. First things first, Connor. I'm the realist. N no. <laughs> I was going to say, Connor, thanks for bringing all the news stories because I contributed nothing this week. Hey, man, someone's got to do work around here. To be fair, the, the, the Microsoft and the uh, Microsoft Direct the the oh. the developer direct one, I was going to post I'm and then no you 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 posted it before I did. Thought you were gonna say that the Microsoft and the Blizzard one are basically kind of the same story wrapped into each other and yes but no and no but yes they kind of are. So we're gonna move on. And we're gonna talk about Microsoft as you know. Um, 
as we've said it before, it sure went from nobody wants to work to we're laying off thousands of employees really fucking quick. Um, do you want to you want to talk about this, Connor? Uh, I, I guess I can. Um, you know, I had all these stories open earlier, and I've since closed that window. So, uh, let, let me just get, let let me just give you the skinny version here. Uh, Microsoft is one of those companies that are big. What, what do you call them? The alphabet soup companies, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the the ones who were laying off like a whole bunch of their teams lately, and it seems like a lot of those layoffs also include the team at Microsoft responsible for Hololens. I think it's a uh, Alt Space VR or something like that. Yeah, I see that. So that sucks. Um, well, they they bought Alt Space. I, I assume they just kind of like consumed it in that way that Microsoft yeah. does. And Pretty it sucks much. that that happened because it's not like they can go back to being independent. Nope. Yeah, yeah, they. It, but it's it, also like it's not like anybody actually used Alt Space in the first place. So it's it's because it wasn't a, a market friendly enough product. Did I have any yeah. of you guys use uh, Hololens at all, or any sort of AR for that matter? Uh, no. I used the the DSI AR stuff. Does that count? Mm, barely the dsi had ar stuff oh like the nintendo dsi yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. i I am gonna say that counts but it's not really what i was thinking of but yeah it is an ar product all joking aside well in that case the ps vita (laughs) oh oh uh i played pokemon go yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're joking but it's making the argument that there is a place for ar I, I did it on my PSP too. I used to play Mortal Kombat like on the on the L tracks, waiting for my train to come. I I do agree that like I think there's real potential for these devices in the market. It's it's probably like uh, that uh, with a lot of this stuff. They've Microsoft just can't figure out how to market it. Like you said, sure. it's uh, it's having the same problem we talked before about how uh, the home assistant category has kind of become a remarkable failure that uh, Alexa and Google uh, home and all that, that the Google assistant has been gutted at, at both of those companies and really Apple is only keeping Siri around because it's, it's just part of the package, right? Like they, they can afford to keep pumping money into Siri because they just get all the money up front by you buying an unbelievably overpriced device. Uh, so we haven't heard of any like gutting of the Siri team. Then again, there may only be like three people working on that anyway. But uh, main point being that, yeah, I, it's this is probably Microsoft trying to cut their losses. Um, that also said, we don't entirely know I don't think this really like explains how many people are left on the team. Yeah. Uh, it's just that they, they are cutting thousands of employees and a lot of them are from the mixed reality team. And yeah, it's, it's like, it's like, like you said, it's probably well, just because they can't, they can't make any money off of it. I also heard that, uh, or read that Microsoft was also laying off a bunch of people from, like three four three, and mm-hmm. so like a bunch it. of a bunch of Halo developers, and so they had to come out with a uh, statement this last week, basically saying, "No, no, no, we're still making Halo." 
we're just having like two people like it well and and there's also the matter of a lot of companies scaled up uh over the last few years particularly ones that were that were making like entertainment or consumer hardware because they thought hey like people are buying like laptops and they're buying games and gaming hardware and all this and they the companies were like we've got all this extra budget let's just throw it at personnel and then it turned out that covid didn't last forever and now they're having to scale down personnel to keep those high profits and this is how they're doing it they're they're trimming whatever little fat that they can find here and there on various teams that aren't necessarily making a profit and may never make a profit yeah yeah i i don't i mean i i personally don't like it and that's why we need i believe we need to have more unions so that we have stronger consumer protections yeah or or not i'm sorry worker protections yeah and i mostly think that it's really unfortunate for the ar slash vr space because we do need big companies like this to just throw money at it so that the technology can evolve. Uh, Prior to HoloLens, AR in general was pretty fucking terrible. Uh, Even though we we joked about how, like, yeah, we used uh, the DSi or the 3DS's AR tech or or the PS Vita, those were impressive for what they were but not particularly functional as usable or or particularly entertaining products at least not not in my opinion and something like hololens if it were allowed to develop further and especially with how uh chip makers are are focusing so much on power efficiency now like i I am legitimately interested to see like where Apple goes, for example, with them having such power efficient chips to to see what they're able to push through a headset like this that's self-contained, like with the HoloLens. I but, I think it's not gonna be a huge thing until like Google Glass becomes actually viable. Well and, and that, so that was that was the main problem, right, with with HoloLens that it, it even to try out the hardware it was something like what three thousand dollars for one headset yeah yeah what what i think is it's not going to be like a consumer product that people are actually going to want until like i can just get a normal pair of glasses or normal ish pair of glasses that can do like an overlay and like sync to my phone or something like that so that i can be like Okay, I want to drive here, and it'll kind of have a heads-up display telling me where I need to drive. Oh, you think that the major problem or major hurdle right now is that all of these smart glasses that we do have on the market are self-contained glasses and not like a clip-on thing? Well, not even that. Like, I, I'm okay with it being a self-contained glass, but they're also like the HoloLens is just a giant friggin' headset you put on your head. Uh, yeah, yeah and, yeah, and I. I agree with you there that like it needs to be something that actually integrates with your daily life and doesn't make you look like a fucking stooge. <laughs> yeah. Um I mean they they're getting closer and closer to it, but I think we've got at least another decade before something viable like that well, comes out. Well, have you have you seen um there are Android 
Uh, they're not self-contained, but they're they're Android compatible uh, so-called smart glasses that basically act as a little projector, and it connects to your Android device over some wireless connection. I'm assuming it's like direct Wi-Fi or something. Yeah, but then it can mirror your display that way. I think that uh, I think that's a good early idea. That's what I thought for the long the longest time was going to be the thing was that you'd have a a separate compute unit that sits in your pocket or or even just uses your phone as that compute unit and then your the the glasses are essentially just a wireless display or at least just a, a separate unit that all it does is just show images uh, yeah like the the iPhone and and Android both have shown that like with uh, CarPlay and Android Auto like those those are both perfectly viable solutions so just essentially have that functionality but put it in a pair of glasses and i i think that would be it's a hell of a lot more compelling than just putting alexa in your glasses i yeah that that was dumb like because and what those those frames are expensive too the the alexa frames or whatever they weren't ridiculously expensive but it was just like why would i care Mm -hmm. why would i pay for that yeah, and, why would I why would I pay a bunch of money for that whenever I can get that out of any pair of Bluetooth headphones? And the real the real thing, and I know Connor's waiting for it, and I know I'm waiting for it, is uh be able to replace my ice with robo ice. Fuck yeah. Like well, that'd I be even, great. I even made the suggestion at work that for less than three hundred dollars you can get a Windows mixed reality headset. And that is enough to essentially give you infinite monitors. And like, I think that that's a compelling concept for Mm. using augmented or virtual reality in a workplace environment that it gives you the sort of flexibility that multiple monitors have, but you don't need the space or the, or the budget because instead of paying several, several hundred dollars for multiple monitors, you're paying $300 for one headset for the user, and then they can use that wherever they have an outlet, basically. See, that wouldn't be... Yeah, that's a that's an interesting idea. Uh, I don't know if a lot of workplaces are going to go for it. I don't know how the tracking would work, and I know a lot of companies want to track your every movement. I'm sure they would uh, still be able to, you know, see what you were doing, but uh, I know that... With a headset on, some employers want to be able to walk up behind you and just see what you're doing. And oh, with I a see. headset, you want to be able to do that. Yeah. I, it, it just monitor your network. Like it, It'd be no different than it is right I, now. So yeah. I, I, I mentioned this story before, but when I worked at my first IT job, they were building a new building. They wanted the second floor to have uh, like a hole in it. So like... A railing so that they could look down. Oh, yeah, they they wanted a panopticon. Yeah, and the the owner wanted to do that because he wanted to be able to look down and watch what everyone was doing on their computers. And I was like, oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. So delusional. Yeah. Getting anyway. back to the plot of the uh, the article here. Yeah. Uh, so Microsoft oh. is blaming everything from the recession to the war in Ukraine to, you know, whatever they want to say that they need to trim the fat on this year. And a lot of that has to also include the Altspace VR team, the Microsoft team, 
which is unfortunate because in occlusion to the deaths of these, Microsoft's also calling the team behind the Microsoft MRTK framework, which is the mixed reality toolkit. This mm-hmm. is what they were hoping would be the open source tool that made their product marketable, which is like, hey, you could use our product or here's the framework, make it work on yours. I... And with this, it's probably going to go back to a more proprietary market than it otherwise would have been. Yeah. Uh, before we move on to the next story, I will say if those headsets at the very top, uh, if you look at that picture, those are probably the least egregious uh, VR headsets I've seen. Those are hollow lenses. Yeah, yep. like, but those are like three grand, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm having to put one on. Uh, we had a demo of those at work for like medical examples. You could put one on and have someone's MRI scan be like in real time. It was practical. The, the demo tape that they showed showed someone looking at a network closet and like having all the port oh, information yeah. just right there. So I, yeah, I would that wear that. That's fascinating. That's I'd awesome. Wear, I would use that every day at my job. It would pay for itself probably within, I don't know, two months in just productivity alone. That would be so cool for like going into it. Some of the network closets that we have at my work are disgusting. Well, and uh, uh, there's even a team viewer added this as like its own thing which is how i got introduced to it but uh hololens was using it in marketing too the idea of someone on the other end of like a you know at the time skype call but you know teams call could essentially annotate over your vision to give you instructions on how to do something physically in front of you without them actually having to be there i don't know if i trust connor to do that (laughs) Oh, shucks, it would be fine. If you've ever played Payday with me, I never used the opportunity to draw on someone's field of vision maliciously. Now just take this paper clip and put it right in this socket right here. He draws yeah. a red arrow. It's, it would be a John Madden experience for anyone on the other side. Um, um, and we're we're going to move on to the next story, unless you had something very, very uh, important to say. I was just going to anecdotally say that the military dropped their contract with them because it wasn't giving them the output they wanted. And that's the exact sort of thing that you would like. I was a commander controlling a squad and I was like, okay, here's where you should be focusing. And everyone has their specific drawn out instructions for them as augmented reality objects. Like there's, there's practical uses for it. It's just not portable enough yet. I don't think. No. Yeah. You get like two hours of battery, I think tops out of the HoloLens. Oh yeah. I can't imagine that they're not, not fragile too. Yeah, like there's nothing about that makes sense from a practicality perspective with the military. Uh, yeah, it doesn't. It it doesn't make sense except for maybe with trainings, like with training stuff. That yeah, might, might work. Anyway, um, we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about Blizzard. Apparently, they fired a WoW Classic lead after he protests employee evaluation policy. Again, that's yeah. what was brought up by Connor. Yeah. So talking about uh, horrible and. Uh, so first off, Aroa, do you play WoW Classic or do you just play WoW Original? I only play normal WoW Classic. Uh, makes me want to rip my own spleen out. So, um, God, you should play I, Final Fantasy with me. No, I, I don't <laughs> Not know. Not enabling any, him. I don't know anyone who like works on this team. Uh, I don't. I. It sounds like Brian Birmingham might have been sort of like the Ian Hazacostas of WoW Classic. Yeah. Uh, can you explain Which, that for the viewer and the Reton who don't understand what you're talking about? Ian Azacostas is like, he's the guy behind 
he's not that's really not fair to say because there are a lot of people who pull different strings with world of warcraft but he's kind of like the face of world of warcraft's development if something is wrong you you go thanks ian as costas um, oh i see so and this guy i guess was a lead engineer um but yeah uh I know of this this whole employee evaluation policy that it's talking about too, uh, and it was that it it's some like fucked up shit. Yeah, I can't believe a company in current year even even put this up to to consideration and, and to actually implement it. Like Jesus fucking Christ! Wh- how, why? What happened? What happened exactly? So, so the, the dude man was basically told by his managers, hey, we have a bell curve uh, employee evaluation here. You need to give a certain percentage of your employees bad reviews. Uh, it's a process that they call stack raking. It requires managers to give about 5% of their employees a low performance evaluation to fit on a bell curve of relative performance, which is just disgusting. Horrible. That is. But if, like, let's say you have a team of, like, 20 people and they all do their fucking jobs not according to management they don't care about the output they care about a boost in productivity they they care about being on that bell curve because activision because Blizzard. some manager who's never ran a team before thinks it's a good idea well and also they want to say okay you're you know at layoff time when they decide to lay off a thousand employees they want to say, hey, we're going to take this bottom 5% that got bad reviews because we forced your manager to give you a bad review. This sure uh, does sound familiar. I feel like, I feel like I've heard this yeah. recently. Huh. It, uh, it also uh, is implied, at least in the tweet uh, that they, they show in here, that it's uh, somehow depriving those developers of, quote, their, their cut of the profit. So I'm assuming that it's kind of like in uh, mm. in my workplace, if you don't meet certain performance standards, you don't get your yearly bonus, for example. Yeah. So I, yeah. I wonder if it's something like that, too. That, yeah, they're just using it as a way to sort of guide where uh, where profit margins end up going, which is just disgusting. Yeah. It's, uh, it's getting sick out there. That, uh, that's disgusting. And I, I know I've worked places where... Um, they would do stuff like that. Like if you didn't meet certain criteria, you didn't get your monthly bonus or, or X, Y, Z. I remember it was another weird thing when I worked my first IT job, uh, our bonuses were tied to our PTO. So uh, if I took more time off, like if the lower my PTO was, they would be like, Oh, you're getting a lower bonus because your PTO was used. So if you saved up your PTO and didn't spend it, you would get a higher bonus. My God, that's so fucking backwards. It's yeah, weird. It's disgusting. Yeah. So, so many other Brian... companies are at least smart enough to be like, no, you got to use it or you lose it because we want to incentivize you to use your, P- your PTO. That's how, my current... out. that's how my current yeah, job I mean... is. That And... and... Yeah, my my boss is very my boss is actually very good. I've I've never had a boss who has encouraged me to use my PTO so much where he's like, "Please use your PTO in the middle of the year so that way 
we don't have to fucking use it all in December. <laughs> okay, yes. good. So, so going back to the article here, thank you, Nathan, for another <laughs> riveting life story. Brian You're Birmingham welcome. believes that stack ranking encourages competition between employees, sabotage of one another's work, and a desire for people to find low-performing teams so they can be the best-performing worker on that team. And it ultimately erodes trust and destroys creativity, which are all pretty spot-on points. Based on our earlier discussion, I think that's pretty on the nose. So I, yeah, this is pretty... Sh- Go on. Uh, I was going to say, I hate the, the... Yeah, encourages competition between employees and sabotages another person's work. I don't want to be and i i never same with i i'm assuming you guys like i don't care about promotions that much like i'm not gonna bend over backwards or try to screw over my teammates to get a promotion and i hate that companies will incentivize you to do that they want to find the sociopaths those make the good managers that's true that's that's true and, and typically psychopaths uh continue so it, it's just like you said, though, it's if you're working on a team and everyone's doing their work, who cares? Exactly. Right. It's, are we missing quotas? Are we having breaches? No, who cares? And I think I only like care at all because I see this a little bit in my own office and feel like it's a bad smell creeping through. And there's there's got to be better defenses. So I guess, you know, join a job with the union, the best advice I can give. Brian Birmingham went to go and resign because he was being forced to do this. But before he could do that, he was fired. Oh, no, I get unemployment. Shucks and darn. I, I kind of had the exact same thought for the guy. It's like it, it could have gone worse, all things considered. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds if 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 I was going to go in to work and, and quit, I was like, I'm going to quit today. And then I go into my boss's office and he's like, you're fired. I'd be like. Uh, uh, that's that's exactly this actually worked out way better than I thought it would. I'm gonna go get food stamps and unemployment. See ya. Bye. But yeah, um, Brian Birmingham's quoted as saying that if this is the Blizzard that he needs to see implementing, then it's not the Blizzard that he wants to continue working at. Uh, he's quoted as saying that he'll continue to play Blizzard games, but I can't participate in a policy policy that lets ABK steal money from deserving employees, and I can't be made to lie about it either. So big props to Brian for being honest and, I don't know, wearing your heart on your sleeve on this matter. Because it is a big deal. It's going to affect people's lives. And shame on the company for putting that noose around people like that. And I'm sure he is going to find another job super quick. The like, director of WoW Classic? Yeah, I'm going to say that looks good on a resume. Yeah, Good probably. job. Good luck. Yeah, I'm sure well, he'll find hopefully, another position. Hopefully Activision Blizzard King will get bought by some other company that will... Ma- oh, Oh no! They're getting just so. If anybody doesn't remember, they're getting bought by Microsoft, and I believe was it Activision Blizzard? There was a another company who recently squashed unionization efforts, and I want to say it was Activision Blizzard. Um, they've been doing that for a while. Uh, uh, Robo, Aroa. Robo Aroa. I'm out of virtual memory. Goodbye, Roa. Bye. Thanks for being here. Bye. We're gonna move on, and we're gonna talk about before we talk about the 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 developer thingy, the de- Xbox developer director, whatever. We're gonna talk about the OGL. The, yeah, that's probably a good call. Let's let's talk about that first. Uh, the OGL. We we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. Uh, what does it stand for? Open gamer. Open license? gaming license. Okay. 
and that's a Dungeons and Dragons thing. Uh, basically, long story short, they the Dungeons and Dragons with Wizards of the Coast people were like, we want to change our gaming license so that people they can still use our stuff and have it compatible, but then there's going to be a lot of changes and. I don't remember exactly what the the hub level is about. It's mostly them trying to get money out of it. Originally, it's like you, you people want to support our game and like for for free. Yeah, of course you could do that. No, we don't care if you're making money off this. Yes, publish stuff for our games. That's great. It grew the community. It made it, it gave options where there otherwise wouldn't have been options, which is the essential part of making a thriving community game live. Certainly, as long as it has now, but they got greedy. And as we recall from two weeks ago, that was universally disliked. And after they got, uh, they, they said that they were doing, they, they had a really cheeky word for it. It was like uh, the the OGL 1.2 survey is what they were calling all the feedback and criticisms that they got. It, it was all just one big survey, everyone. Oh, yeah. Uh, after about 15,000 or so surveys were filled out, they, they got the impression that people were not satisfied with the change. And they were making it pretty clear. Uh, they're leaving OGL 1.0a in place, untouched. They're making the entire SRD 5.1, which is source reference document for D&D 5.1, available under Creative Commons. And you could use, uh, you could choose which of these two is more preferable to you. For a lot of people, it's probably going to be OGL, unless you're making something like explicitly for D&D, in which case it might be the second. Good. That's good, right? This is all good. Yeah, that's. I mean, it sucks that they had to be in this place in the, the, like, it sucks that they had to try and find out, but this certainly is how a community gets together and holds someone accountable for their shitty decisions. Yeah, if yeah, only if, is... if only people would stop playing WoW. Aroa. <laughs> well, it, it was. It, it's something where like, most of the time, whenever something, like the the 1.2 thing comes about then it's followed up with okay sorry we'll just do like half of what we said we were going to do because it's it's like a almost like a bait and switch but they they expected it to go badly um it's very unusual that something like this happens where they were genuinely blindsided by the sound of it like they did not expect to have this much of an uproar and for everyone literally they they have stats in this article it's like 88% of people don't want to publish anything under OGL 1.2 uh 89% are unhappy about us revoking OGL 1.0a like it, it's it they did not think it was going to be this catastrophic. They were probably expecting a lot of players to just be kind of annoyed or, or maybe have like a vocal minority. But yeah, it's it's pretty satisfying to see the tabletop community, even though I'm not super big into it. It's just great to see any group really standing up against the company that holds the rights to the thing that, in a lot of cases is like their livelihood for sure you know i wouldn't be surprised to see dnd try to slowly make changes to these announcements that they've made over the next you know half a decade or so and hope people don't notice however yeah. i sure hope they remain vigilant in making sure that they don't pull this crap again 
Uh, I think I smell smoke. I'm going to be right back. Uh-oh. Oh. Just, just make sure everything's okay. I'm going to check on that. And yeah. we're, we're going to move on. I just wanted to add just one last little thing was that uh, I do think the writing's on the wall now. Like, For Dungeons and Dragons or? Yeah, that um, they like the player base knows that Wizards of the Coast is willing to make some really fucking gross policy decisions. Um, and I think that they would almost, it would almost be foolish to just assume that they won't try what Connor mentioned. It would be foolish to go in and naively expect that, well, D&D is saved, everything will be okay now, and not that 5th edition is going to come around and the SRD for that won't be Creative Commons. Uh, it'll I, it'll be OGL 1.0B or something, and it's going to have all this some stuff. bullshit in it. Yeah. So it, it just scratches away the line where they're like, and we'll never change it. Yeah, and yeah. and I think 5 is already out. It'll be D&D 6. Uh, they're calling it D&D 1 because... Oh, right. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because Microsoft has normalized this awful behavior. Did I did I say I thought I said six. You said five. Whatever. It doesn't matter. You said it five. Five's already it out. Really, it really it really doesn't matter. We're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about this Nintendo developer direct thing. The or Nintendo it's Xbox, Xbox developer. <laughs> Sorry. All right. See that matters. So Xbox when I call a video developer. game a Nintendo, I'm doing it to to just to be funny. It's <laughs> it's because Nintendo started the Nintendo Directs and now like Microsoft is stealing their word the Xbox developer direct. And there were so few games actually shown off here that I'm, I feel comfortable actually just talking about them. Yeah. We'll be um, done in, in minutes. It's not going to take long. I saw the, there's a, a Minecraft legends trailer, which yeah. it's a thing that exists. I think. Wait, is this just wait? So I didn't watch any of this. Cause I just, uh, one, I didn't know it was happening. And by the time I knew it had happened, I went, oh, I don't care. Uh, That's the right response. Yeah, basically. Is, this looks like Dragon Quest Builders, but it's Minecraft, which that's what Minecraft already was, so I don't understand. It's, it's a more action-y Minecraft, Aroa. It's, it's like they're taking Minecraft and then Minecraft Dungeons and putting them together. Yeah, it's, it's less buildy Minecraft. You still build, like there's still buildy parts, but yeah, that's it, right. I'm like, it's like Dragon Quest builders because it's like you, it's base building, but is it like Minecraft? Is it? Is it Fortnite save the world mode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I mean, okay. it looks it looks all right. I mean, I'm not gonna play yeah. it. I don't care. I might. I like save the world mode, and I like Dragon Quest builders. Yeah. If if you play it, I would be eager to solicit your opinions on it. That being said, I don't like I I got nothing against Minecraft. I don't Minecraft. have a lot of confidence in it. Well, you're right. Well, you'll be able to play it April 18th, 2023. On Game Pass. On Game Pass. Uh the next one is Forza Motorsport, which is another I mean, it's more Forza. The next one the, the next one is Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. <laughs> The Hi-Fi Rush, I hear that's good. Uh, it, it actually is on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass now. It looks and fucking great. 
and uh, it, it, it looks beautiful. I'm going to get Game Pass just to play it. It it apparently is very fun. My our our, our friend of the show, Parallax Abstraction, played it. Uh, he said it was great, and it's also made by the same guys who made The Evil Within. Yeah, uh, and uh, fucking you know the the Tokyo game, the one that no one uh, played. Uh, Ghostwire. Ghostwire Tokyo. I hear well, that. Yeah. Was... It came out on the PS5, which yeah, only like eight people have. Uh, yeah. But it's 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 a lot more vibrant colors than you would see in in a game like uh, Evil Within. Uh, a lot more. It looks like it's an action platforming game. It's a rhythm action game. Yeah. Oh, it's so... it's it's like uh, uh like a bayonetta style like action brawler spectacle fighter, but everything happens in time with the music and like you get you like do bonus damage and get better flourish shit if you do stuff in time with the music and like the whole world is animated around the beat of the music like so this, this, this is absolutely a game made for me yeah i was gonna say remember, they made a game specifically for aroa got it do you yeah. remember that game you were playing which is like the metal singing game i don't remember the name of it I, I was metal hellsinger hellsinger yeah. yes this is like if hellsinger was also a devil may cry game yeah pretty much and i i liked metal hellsinger um it felt it, it. I don't know. For me, it felt a little bit off. Like the, the, it needed to be tighter controls or something. It. I don't know. It didn't feel as, as nice as I was hoping it would feel. Maybe I needed to to like tweak my my settings a little bit for the way that the the swords actually interacted and the guns interacted with the the timing of the music. But that's just. I just. Me. I wish that I could play this on my Steam Deck because. Rhythm games just work better on Steam Deck because yeah. it doesn't have all of the other audio hardware bullshit that a full fledged PC has. Does it not? Does it's it not? It's on Steam, but I ain't paying thirty dollars for it. Whenever I can pay ten for Game Pass, that's true. That is fair. Um, they did a ten minute trailer, uh, which was a, a official gameplay trailer, which I like. Uh, for Redfall, did either of you watch yeah, this trailer? I'm skipping through it right now, and boy, this sure does look like an E3 game trailer, doesn't it? It's, it does, yeah. Yeah, it's just a shooty game. You just... It, what? That's if not a game, fair. It's Left 4 Dead. Yeah, it's Left 4 Dead. <laughs> if a game had that lighting, I would call it, like, borderline unplayable, but it sure does look like a cinematic experience. Yeah, it... But it's... It, it's, uh... Horror. But it's, like, Left 4 Dead. Yeah, it's it's a Left 4 Dead game. I, I looked at I didn't actually even know that this was part of it. I went uh, I was on Steam and I just saw it in like the featured section. I looked at it and I was like, yeah, this sounds pretty cool. I'm not going to play it because I don't have three other people that I would want to play a game like this on any regular basis with. I, but if I did. I just play Left 4 Dead. You have two right. people right here. Yeah, we need four total. And only four. If you have five, then it doesn't work because all these games are developed just for four people for some fucking reason. I don't. Yeah. Friend groups only have four boys. Me and the boys means three plus me. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't they just, why can't they have like a three person oh. team? I'm ever? just saying, why can't they have eight? Or like, like variable. Yeah. Just make it, make it to where you have a max of eight in like every co-op game. 
like no one's i don't feel like anyone's ever gonna hit that eight cap but like everyone's gonna have like five or maybe no, six uh, the uh, people who are gonna hit the eight cap are people who are like hey what's up guys i'm streaming here's my open game and it's just gonna be madness and yeah and no I, one cares I, about those people but like as far as like just a friend group trying to play a good game like if if dark tide didn't have a four-person limit for some arbitrary reason it'd probably be a better game yeah you know, one of the main reasons I stopped playing Phasmophobia on a regular basis is because the fucking the player cap remover mod got taken out. You can't use it anymore. Oh, really? They, they added anti-cheat so that the mod stopped working so you couldn't remove the, the player cap. Because I was playing with five people all the time. It was great. And you I think thought... the developers would be like, obviously people want to do this. Why don't they want our money? I... Yeah, I don't... I it, that's a whole other tangent. I don't understand the developer of Phasmophobia. I think he's kind of got his head up his own cock a little bit, but I thought it that's... was five. I thought what I thought there were four people that were that that would show up and then there was a did somebody play as the ghost or was that a mod too? That was also a mod. Oh, okay, 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 okay. That's it is four players. You get four people by default and the ghost is just AI. I see. I see. Well, uh, I think Redfall looks fine. Uh, you know, it looks like a, a, a fine game that uh, we'll have access to, and I might play it. It's just getting, uh, again, as you were talking about, like, you want eight people, but for me, like, getting just four people together, including myself, is difficult because we all have jobs, and, like, Connor lives in a different time zone and goes to bed early, and Durga works, like... Uh, one one p.m. to eleven p.m. all the time. So just getting four people together is is near impossible. Aroa doesn't play games with us. I wish Aroa hey. played games with us. I miss Aroa. Hey, yeah, well, I, I'll, I'll talk about that after the podcast. So, oh, okay. And uh, does anybody care about Elder Scrolls Online? God no. God no. Okay, no. we're moving on. It exists. I, I love that it's they're going even... to Necrom. Like I love that they're they're giving Morrowind some love. And that's it. Yeah. That's all I love about it. Yeah, I don't, don't care. I mean, I wanted to like The Elder Scrolls Online. I got it. I, I bought it, and it's, it's one of those games where you buy it, and then you can just keep playing. You don't have to pay monthly, which is nice. Um, but it, I just never got into it. And I know a lot of people who, who really like it, but I, I could not get into The Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, but yeah, so Elder Scrolls Online exists, and then that's everything. That's all of our stories. We did it. We, we did talked it. about all the news. All the news that has happened that we care about in the last hey, like uh, two Justin weeks. Justin Rowland beats his wife. Yeah, that's a, another thing that uh, is bad. We can't say that he definitely does. We can say allegedly he does. Justin Rowland beats his wife. Allegedly. I don't want to get sued by Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland beats his wife. Stop it, Aroa. Bad Aroa. No, no comment. But Justin yeah, Roiland it's, locks it's, his wife in the basement and hits her. Uh, yeah, I don't know the full story about what happened, uh, but the, these are there are allegations that the guy who made Rick and Morty uh, and also High on Life, right? He, he made High on Life. Uh, Squatch uh, Tendo games or Squatch games. Now. Yeah, Squanch because Tendo the, Nintendo is. was like, "Hey, uh, no." Yeah, uh, they 
they his have... last his last role on Rick and Morty was being Mr. Poopy Butthole. I see. And, and going, oh boy, I'm, I'm broken. Oh, I'm broken. And it's great. And he, now he is broken. His career is over. Yeah. Uh, Justin Roiland he beats his wife. <laughs> Allegedly. Justin Roiland does. Stop, stop it. Are you trying to get me sued? Nobody listens to this podcast. You're I'm, fine. There's, there is one person that listens to this podcast, and they're going to report me. Um, but yes, You should the, report Justin Roiland for beating his wife. I think that's already been reported. Uh, and and calling the cartoon, himself. cartoon Network, I think, has cut all ties with Justin Roiland. Correct. Because uh, he beats his wife. And is is Rick and Morty now canceled? No. No, they're, they're just going to recast, recast and the entire cast. That's, hey, Oroa. It's going to be a disaster. I've heard you can do a pretty good Rick and Morty impression. Yeah, I mean, you heard I just did Mr. Poopy Butthole like perfectly. They should. So. You know what yeah, they should do. You should, you should apply. No, no, no. They should, they should use AI Justin Roiland. Like they use, should use his likeness. I think it's, that's it's fine. The problem the dialogue is, is the same in every episode anyway, so right. that's, that's not that's not fair. That, that's it's actually a good show. the The problem is that uh, if they did that, then they would have to pay him money, and I don't like the idea of him getting money if the allegations are true. Uh, I like the idea of him not having money. They just take the they take the the AI voice lines, and they pitch them off just slightly differently, and then they say they're not using Justin Roiland's voice; they're using the characters' voices. No, right. what they need to do and is they Justin need... Roiland can't do anything about it because he's in jail for beating his wife. They need to buy, uh, the license for James Earl Jones' AI, <laughs> and then have him, yeah. <laughs> Have him voice all the lines in Rick and Morty. Rick, I need you to buy me that sex doll. <laughs> okay, how much for the sex doll for my nephew? Anyway, grandson. Grandson? Yeah, Is that what, I? I I've never seen. Whatever. I've never seen Rick and Morty. It's just way too like spastic for me. I I I assume what's going to happen is they're going to start the next season off and like Rick and and Morty are going to fall out of a portal and they're go they're going to go dang Morty sure is weird that we went to that world where uh where our voices got changed and so now we just sound slightly different forever. Yeah, Rick, that's pretty unfortunate that yeah, I just sound like a slightly different person. Huh? Ah, but... Aro, you can do now. you can do it, Aro. I, I fucking I fucking told you, like Aro is, I hate it. I hate giving him compliments, but he's really good. Damn it, you talented bastard! <laughs> like you should seriously like send in a clip of you doing the voices. There's my friend's podcast. Don't listen to the podcast. Just listen to the end. <laughs> Just listen to the part where he repeatedly says Justin Roiland uses his voice. Just listen to that over and over again. Hey, hey, Aroa, all you have to say is I'm not going to beat my wife. That's the Aroa difference. I I, I told you um, my idea for a uh, for a subway commercial, right? After after Jared left. And it'll it's just, just Nathan being like, you know what I don't do? 
Molest yeah. children. Eat yeah. fresh. <laughs> well, no, it'd just be like me walking up and like having a Subway sandwich in my hand and be like, I don't even like kids. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't think they would go for that. But uh, anyway, I want to say thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Aroa. Yep. No problem. I was here. future future voice of Rick and Morty. And thank you for being here, uh, Connor, the cyberpunk monk bash. Don't forget about us when you made it to the top. And I'm always looking for voices for my podcast, <laughs> which, which you, you voiced in before. Thank you. I did yeah. do that once. Yeah. That was, do it that again. Was a lot of fun. I, I like it. All right. Thank you guys for being here. We'll be back next week. Hopefully uh, talking about more video game and tech news. Goodbye. Goodbye. Morty, I turned myself into a felon, Morty!